Is there not an entire section on this subject? Yes, Vanessa, it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about me, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it I'm not sure. I just go and try and do a better job. Let me tell you, 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 let me tell you. Say it like you mean it. This is my vibe. Yo, Trey. What up? I got something to say. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let Me Tell You, episode 110. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, a.k.a. The Evangelical Norm. So, <clears throat> this week we're just going to jump right into it. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be talked about. Um, not really a lot of stuff. A couple of things, and it really all has to do with COVID and masks and stuff. And I'm, I'm so over it. And it just the longer this continues to go on, the more frustrating it becomes, um, you know, it's, where do you even start? Uh, it's, I mean, one, we, I've said this before. I, I love this little meme. Um, my body, my choice. It, it, how come this phrase works? Uh, and it doesn't, by the way, um, I'm pl- you know, playing the fool here, um, for abortion, Right. That, that mean, this is all day, every day, my body, my choice. I can kill the baby that's inside of me um, anytime I want, no matter how I want, whatever I want, um, because it's my body, my choice. But you try to use the same kind of logic as far as wearing a mask and, you know, you're getting shut down. Man, one, here's the here's the reality of it. Here is the absolute reality of this whole thing. The government cannot mandate what you wear on your face. Period. There is there. Now, you know, in certain health regulations and, you know, operating rooms and stuff like that. Okay. These are healthcare facilities where they make their rules and so on and so forth. The government. I mean, aside from decency laws and so on, as far as wearing some kind of clothing, the government cannot mandate that you wear something on your face. Period. Can't do it. This is an unconstitutional, every one of these laws, which were not laws, are absolutely unconstitutional absolutely outside of the bounds of what government can or cannot do. Now, your boss can make you wear a mask if your boss wants to make you wear a mask. And, you know, businesses can ask you to wear masks in there if they want you to wear masks in there, blah, blah, blah. This whole issue of masking outside and so on is so completely, totally ridiculous. And then, of course, here we get, you know, our buddy Joe Biden came out sometime this week i don't remember exactly what day it was but he came out and he lifted and the magnanimous ruler has lifted the mandates of wearing your masks outside conditionally starting today if you're fully vaccinated and you're outdoors you need and not in a big crowd you no longer need to wear a mask i want to be absolutely clear 
If you're in a crowd, like a stadium or at a conference, or a concert, no, you still need to wear a mask. No. Even if you're outside. No. But beginning today, no. Gathering with a group of friends in a park, going for a picnic, as long as you are vaccinated and outdoors, you can do it without a mask. The CDC is able to make this announcement because our scientists are convinced by the data that the odds of getting or giving the virus to others is very, very low if you're both been fully vaccinated and out in the open air. Okay, let's just break down a little bit of what he said here. One, I've not seen the sense in, I mean, I, I've watched people at, with nobody anywhere near them walking around with masks on outside. I mean, nobody within blocks just walking down the street wearing a mask. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely dumb. It is not like the air is totally infested with the, the coronavirus. Like it's just dangling out there in the air for you to pick it up and get it as you're walking down the street. This has been a stupid mandate from the beginning. And now, but Joe is again is saying as long as you're vaccinated. So why are we not just completely telling people who are vaccinated to not wear their masks at all? Here again, and I'm going to get into another video here in a minute on the same topic, but this virus has, has defied all of the logical reasonings of, of people in the way that we have dealt with and treated viruses since the beginning of virology, if that's the word to use for it. I mean, again, you get the virus, you recover from the virus, you now have antibodies, you are immune. Vaccines supposedly are supposed to give you an immunity. It's worth they're talking about using vaccine. I don't know why vaccines are suddenly herd immunity is good when you're getting it through vaccines. But when we talked about it last April and May about reaching herd immunity between uh, because of people getting it and recovering from it, well, herd immunity was suddenly the, the worst thing ever. You were just like absolutely, you wanted to kill grandma if you even said anything about herd immunity. You were, you were a moron. You were, pick your pejorative term for not a smart person. If you even mention herd immunity, now suddenly herd immunity is a great thing again, as long as you get it because, reach herd immunity because of vaccines. Experimental vaccines, mind you, that have been produced and put out at exponentially faster rates than any other vaccine we've ever uh, created and put out and is not FDA approved. It has emergency use uh, clearance from the FDA, but it has not been none of these vaccines, Moderna, Pfizer, what Johnson and Johnson, whatever the other one is, I don't remember the name of the all of them, but none of them, none of them have FDA approval. They all have emergency use clearance or whatever. 
So they're all experimental. You're the guinea pig. Let that sink in for a moment. You're the guinea pig. But I want to get back to Joe here again. And just something. Joe, Joe goes ahead and says the, the quiet part out loud here in just a minute. Let, I'm, I'm going to let him finish his little, uh, little speech here. The CDC also clarify which outdoor activities are safer or less safe, depending on whether you've been vaccinated. The bottom line is clear. If you're vaccinated, you can do more things more safely, both outdoors as well as indoors. Okay, so vaccinated, why are we not re, uh, applying that to people who have had and recovered from COVID as well? Notice they're not doing that in any way. The people who have natural immunity because of their body's immune system, what God has created to help us to deal with these things. But nobody, nobody is, it's all about the vaccines. This again, I've said this multiple times. It has never been about compassion. It has always been about control. And no, I don't believe that the vaccines are the mark of the beast or anything like that. But I do believe it is a trial run to get you. I mean, there's already people talking about you're not going to be able to buy this and sell this and and do these things, go to these stores and so on. If you don't have your papers, if you don't show your papers, showing that you've been vaccinated, you're not going to be able to go into certain places and buy certain things. Does that sound familiar? And again, I'm not saying that it is, but it's a test run. Because at some point in time, they're going to come to a point and they're going to say, hey, you're not going to be able to do this if you don't put this such and such mark on you. And they've already tested the waters. You can't do this unless you get let us inject you with an experimental vaccine. You're not going to be able to do this or that unless you have this paperwork with you. You're not going to be able to buy or sell unless you take this mark. I firmly believe we are in some trial runs for the mark of the beast. I do not believe that this vaccine or anything right now in conjunction with it is the mark of the beast. But here's where here's where Joe gets to say... Um, the quiet part out loud. This is this is a gaffe where where the uh, accidentally saying the truth. I don't know whose definition of a gaffe that is, and it's botched anyway. But somebody defines gaffe as, as accidentally telling the truth, and Joe gets to do that right here. If the risk is so low outdoors, why doesn't this new guidance apply to everybody? Because the science indicates that the most certain way to make sure it doesn't spread if both people have been vaccinated, the people you're with, and you're outside. And you chose you to wear a mask, sir. You chose to wear a mask. You chose to wear a mask as you walked out here. What message were you sending by wearing a mask outside alone? By watching me take it off and not put it back on till I get inside. Did you get that? By watching me take it off and not put it back on. It was all theater. It's all theater. I wore it out here so you could see me take it off and not put it back on until I went back inside. It has never been about compassion. Ever. It has always been about control. 
Here's another. Let's look at this other video. Let me find it and pull it up real quick. But there's another video. This is longer, and I'm not going to play the whole thing. But the, the irony of who is behind this video and this line of questioning is not lost on me. And actually, you know, Chris Cuomo is finally at the point where he is uh, maybe actually practicing some form of journalism. Let's see. By your own numbers, 10% of cases happen outdoors. It's 18.7 uh, times higher odds of transmission indoors. Combine that with your own data, 87 million fully vaccinated, just over 7,000 breakthrough investigations. It's like 0.005%. You know, the research was that you take the vaccine because it gives you immunity. Then why not treat it that way and let the vaccinated live their lives? Yeah. Well, look, think about all the things that you can do if you're vaccinated today. You can gather, you can go to restaurants, you can do all of these things. And if you're vaccinated, it's just simply not safe for you. Just watch the news and look what's happening in India if you need some motivation to get to get vaccinated. This this thing is still lethal. And, you know, the CDC, I think it's one thing for a guy like me to go on Twitter and say, oh, let's just get rid of everything because I've been vaccinated. But if you're the CDC, the cost of a misstep, the cost of going too fast um, and having to go backwards is you lose everybody in the process. So they're taking their steps, and I think they're doing a, a great job. They're bringing the country along. Their job is to get it right for the, the disease and for the country, not for any one individual. And I think uh, in doing that, I think we'll find that these things will come off more and more. Uh, I walked around today. So, again, he doesn't necessarily answer the question here, but he just goes on about the CDC. And, and we're, we don't really. And again, it's if vaccines are such a great thing and people need to be vaccinated, why are we not treating people like vaccines work? I mean, I'm I'm the majority of the people that I work with have now been vaccinated. Very few people have not been vaccinated. And most of those who haven't have already had COVID. So we've had a large amount of people who, who have had COVID where I work. And now even a larger number of people have been vaccinated. Yet we are still wearing masks. We are spread out through a building. I mean, there's very few people that spend large amount of times within six feet of each other at any point in time. We are still wearing masks, even though so many people have been vaccinated because they don't know anything about it. If the, if it, the vaccine is going to work or not, that's the problem. And, but, and so Cuomo is going to go and he's going to ask him again and again and again. And this guy is never going to answer the question right. He's never going to actually just give a straight answer to the question. Let's let Chris see if he can ask him again. Outside without a mask, I think it was great. Um, there's more and more things we can do without a mask. And I think if you're not vaccinated, uh, that's not the principal reason you should do it. But that's one reason you should do it. But I think that people don't understand. Um, now you have people who don't want to get the vaccine, right? Some of them are anti-vaxxers. Some of them are just making a political play. They're taking their own risk. But there are a lot of people who need to know that it's worth it for them and not just because this way you don't die. They don't think they're going to die. Otherwise, they would have already done it. I just don't understand why it's different than other vaccines. You know, you give your kids the vaccines 
and you don't still protect them in certain ways going forward. Either the vaccine makes you immune or it doesn't. And the research suggests it does, doesn't it, Andy? So, again, here he goes and he asks him again. And this guy is just going to avoid the question one more time. Well, for the 15 to 20 percent of people who, who describe themselves as being on the fence, um, we've do, done a lot of research. We've done a lot of listening to them. And here's what we hear. We hear basically that they make their decisions at different paces, that it takes them a little bit more time. They want more information. They want to talk to people that have been vaccinated to see what their experiences are like, to understand that there were, the side effects were not terrible. They want to talk to their doctor locally. and They want to get information. What they don't want is they don't want to be manipulated by the government or pressured or, or labeled. They want to be respected for going through the process at their pace. And so you'll see in our strategy, we are bringing lots and lots of local physicians and people up to speed to have these conversations with people because they're going to have it on a measured time. I don't think that the CDC's job is to say, okay, I'm going to let that go because it's a really long clip and I don't have the time. We're getting closing in on the end of our time here. So, um, but again, Cuomo asks him like four times and the guy never really comes out and says why we don't treat the vaccine as if it works. You can get vaccinated, but you still need to wear a mask and you still need to do this and you still need to do that and don't go near people and do. And, and the, I loved that question. It almost pains me to hear that coming out of my own body, that I have a question that Chris Cuomo asks that I actually agree with, where he says, you know, we give our kids vaccines and we don't continue to protect them from the same thing because we assume the vaccine is going to make them immune. Why do we not treat these vaccines as if they actually make people immune? And it's because it's all an experiment. You're the guinea pig, right? You are the guinea pig. And it, it, it's amazing that we, we continue to let this go on. And, and again, Oregon. So this just happened this week. In Oregon, this young lady who is a a uh, sophomore track star at Summit uh, High School, I believe. Um, let me find the story again. I'm in the wrong. I'm on. I'm on the wrong story. I'm on my third story here. So, but okay, it doesn't matter what school she's a, a track star at. She is a a record breaking track star. She broke a record on this this particular run that she was on and where, but Oregon is requiring these students while they are running to wear masks while they are running, while they are outside physically engaging in, in, in exercise and, and, and physical activity required to wear masks. And this poor girl, well, uh, we'll let the video show you what exactly happened. Max Goldwasser breaks down the details. Maggie Williams just seconds away from setting the summit school record in the 800 meter. A moment of glory overshadowed by this moment of concern. Williams finished in two minutes and eight seconds, collapsing as she crossed the finish line. I felt like I just wasn't being able to get a full breath and multiple times of that happening, not being able to get enough air, it just I just felt super dizzy and then eventually 
passed out. Williams blames her lack of oxygen on the mask she's required to wear during competition. Clearly in the past this has never happened and then this race that I was wearing a mask it did happen which I don't think is a coincidence. Her coach echoing that belief saying this was not a conditioning issue it was a mask issue. It was a different response than I've seen for kids that have uh, collapsed to the track just because they were exhausted. She wasn't sure where she was. So again, this girl is wearing a mask while she's running, rebreathing all the air that she's exhaling. <sighs> again, why has this virus caused us to throw out all these things that we, we at one point in time knew about the human body and physical activity and the need to breathe oxygen and not rebreathe your own carbon dioxide because that's a bad thing. And now we see this poor girl and, and it has caused Oregon. Thank God. I, I'm sorry. Um, Maggie. I, what, what is her name? Maggie Williams. I believe I, I missed it. Um, I said it in the story and, and I, I thought I had it written down somewhere. Um, but I'm, I, I, I'm sorry that she had to be the one to pass out and fall on her face. I mean, the pain that, I mean, it, it hurt me to watch, right? Her just collapse and smack her face on the track. I hope it was one of those rubber tracks. At least it might have been a little less of an impact. But she had to be the one to show them that, oh, yeah, these things about, you know, human physiology and so on are still the same as they've always been and people need to breathe fresh oxygen and not their own stinking carbon dioxide or else they're going to pass out right i mean i'm, I'm amazed that we haven't seen more car accidents because of the people that are driving around with a mask on now, obviously, I mean, she's running and, and engaging and so she's breathing heavier and stuff like that. And so there's more breathing. And, and so, I mean, the, the all the circumstances happened were just perfect to cause her to have to collapse and thankfully caused Oregon to change their rules. I mean, again, they should just throw the whole thing out. The mask should be gone. I mean, we, are, we have got to be at a point. I mean, we would have been at herd immunity last summer if we had just gone about life as normal. And, and, and I am fully convinced that we would not have lost any more people than we did. But I'm, I'm no Dr. Fauci. But we, we could have been at herd immunity much earlier I think we have got to be fairly, very close to herd immunity. But again, what is herd immunity at this point? They just keep changing everything. I'm a, I, I would not be surprised if they came out and said, well, you know, we used to say herd immunity was about 65, 70, 75%, but now we have to be at 90% to call it accurate herd immunity. Keep your damn mask on. Right? So this is this this is the situation. We get to a point where we're watching athletes literally collapse on the track because they're breathing in their own carbon dioxide is what has to happen before states and, and school districts and people start standing up and going, maybe this isn't such a good idea.
Maybe this isn't the smartest thing that we could be doing right now. I would hope so. I mean, we're, we, uh, we are seeing these things open up more and more. I'm in more places. I went to my favorite breakfast place yesterday with my crew from work, and there were no signs saying anything about masks. Nobody said anything about masks. I was so grateful to just be able to walk in there, sit down, eat my breakfast, leave, and not have to worry about masks at all. Not once did I even concern myself with it. Not that I ever do. Very rarely. A few places that I wear my mask. And, uh, and that's it. So hopefully, prayerfully, these things will continue to open up. But it doesn't mean anything and anybody is out of the woods in Canada, obviously. Because another church, uh, Trinity Bible Chapel, I believe is the name of it, has been shut down. Trinity Bible Chapel's doors have been shut down again by the government. Um, so here, here's here's just the, the, the little bit of the story. I'm just reading some of this. Trinity Bible Chapel in Ontario has refused to close despite more than $40 million in fines and harassment of its members. Months ago, the church published a statement explaining why they believe this defiers, the, their defiance honors Christ. Um, but this week, their doors were forcibly locked by the, uh, the government there in Ontario. So this is a statement, a part of Pastor Jacob Rayumi's, Rayum's uh, statement. He said, today a court granted the province of Ontario the authority to take our facility, at least until next Saturday, with the option of trying to get it for longer by going to court once again this coming week. For some of those 11 months in our facility, we have met in contravention of provincial dictates. We have participated in what the public health people consider high-risk behavior, namely the millennia-old tradition of gathering weekly to worship our Creator. Not one of our pastors has ever buried someone who died of COVID. We have around 600,000 people who live in this region. There are 588 active cases of COVID in the region, with 32 people in the ICU with COVID. That's enough to deem the public worship of Jesus Christ dangerous and enough for the province of Ontario to kick us off our land and bar our doors shut. I'm not saying we'll never bury someone who dies of COVID. I'm not saying COVID hasn't brought harm. I'm only saying our experience doesn't line up with the hysteria whipped up by the government and media, nor do the numbers warrant turning control of the Bride of Christ over to the Premier of Ontario. And that is an amazing statement from a, a pastor that shouldn't have to make a statement like that. Shouldn't even have to consider making a statement like that. No pastor should have to sit down and figure out what he's going to write in response to the government taking away their building and locking them out and shutting down their worship service for any period of time, let alone one day. I mean, let alone what they've done with Grace Life Church up there, and I don't remember, I think it's in Ontario as well, where they literally built three fences around the building to keep people out. I mean, it, again, coronavirus has, and I'm, again, I'm not calling it a hoax. I've, I've known people who have died from it. I have known people who have spent time in the hospital from it. 
relatives of mine have been sick, but the majority of them have recovered with no real issues whatsoever. And I'm not, so I'm not saying that it's a hoax or anything like that, but what I'm saying is this thing has caused people in this nation, the government, scientists, medical professionals, and everybody else to lose their freaking minds and act like we don't know anything about science in any way, shape, or form. We have literally taken this and let it go to the extremes that they are now. I mean, we haven't dealt with this yet in America, but there, there was a risk. I mean, there was a John MacArthur, you know, in his refusal, they were trying to shut him down, but they, they weren't able to do it. But they're doing it in Canada, and it is crazy that these things are happening. And it is, it, it, I'm telling you, it is time to stand up and say enough is enough. I mean, if you're going to, if you want to have a burning party to burn your masks, fine, do it, do it somewhere where there's a lot of ventilation and don't be dumb about it. Right. But it is, it's time to say enough is enough, folks. It is literally, we have, we have let this this virus and the insanity that is related to the panic uh, because of it rule our lives for far too long, and it's it is it's just time to say enough is enough. I, I'm I, I don't know what else I can say about it, um, except for that enough is enough. Let people, I mean, so many people are getting vaccinated. So many people have had it and recovered. It is time to let people get back to their normal lives. It is time to get back to normal. But I don't know. Will we even recognize normal without a mask? Will we recognize what it looks like? Does normal even exist without a mask anymore? I would tell you that there are a lot of people in government and on the left that would really like to say yes because again it is not about compassion it is about control and there's there again there is a solution to it the only solution that is going to change the hearts and minds of people to where they can look at these things through a different lens and that is the lens of the gospel of Jesus Christ as people repent and put their trust in Jesus and are led by the Holy Spirit, I think it is going to cause people to look at this in a whole different way. And so how do we accomplish that? As always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, because they're necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.